TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show helping you to master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you in the company of the great Dr. Damien Christoph. We are broadcasting live from Christoph HQ in Melbourne in the flesh together again. Great man, how are you? <laughs> you did it. You did it. Off, yeah, off the cuff. Well yeah. done. Congratulations, 412 episodes down and you uh you you know it. I just just beginning to feel like I know it. <laughs> eight years, eight years in. Uh, well, it is so great to have you here in person, mate. And um, I can't tell you, I can't tell you how good it is. And obviously, you know, everybody watching must have been craving, <laughs> craving as much as what we've been craving. Uh, the, the the need to have us back together again. Well, the so weird thing is, we don't actually good. record in the flesh. Much, Very often. Not much anymore. You know, we once used every to. 100 episodes. Yeah. Maybe. But, yes, we used to do, what, 13 a quarter? Yeah. Four times a year. Well, that's right. That's exactly right. So, Marcus used to, we used to come to my house. Um, we'd set up some kind of scenario. You know, there was times. We a plant behind us. We have a plant. We yep. had uh, posters, pull-up banners. Yes. Once we had a TV and we live-streamed. Yes. Um, Mitch Album. Mitch Album. And and Mario Martinez. Yeah. So Mitch Album uh, wrote Tuesdays with Mori. That was volume three. <laughs> Tuesdays with Mori um, and many others. Yeah. And, uh, and Mario Martinez wrote The Mind Body Code. I think he joined us from, I don't know, I think he was in Mexico. Yeah. We, I remember we spoke to Jules Galloway yeah. on the big TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had Tim Robarts. Yeah, I remember he was in a sling. He was in a sling. He'd popped his bicep off his uh, <laughs> off his humerus, and I had these uh, shirts, right? Under these shirts, and and the person who irons our shirts had rolled the sleeve up just that one little extra thing. That's and he goes, he noticed. he noticed that I'd actually rolled my sleeve up because I was trying to make my biceps look bigger. So <laughs> that was hilarious. Speaking of which, I've got to actually raise this. I've come I, whenever I come to demos. I always, it's like when you go to your parents and they always give you something to take home. Whenever I come to Damo's, I leave with my bag just a little bit heavier because he's so generous. He is always giving me stuff. And what I'm finding is that as you get older, you're actually not getting smaller. You're getting bigger because you're growing out of your shirts. And I think I've uh, inherited half a dozen, maybe a dozen shirts from you over uh, the last couple of years. Um, And... I really, I want to commend you and I also want to ask you, like, how are you doing this? Like, you're in Ripping Nick. I'm actually <laughs> seeing you in Ripping Nick in the flesh. You are master in the art of aging well, 101. We've had some great conversations the last 24, 48 hours. Like, can you share with the listeners and the viewers just, like, what is stirring within your soul to make you live such a great life? <laughs> oh, seriously, like, Thanks, you're a great template for doing this. Well, you know, I, I, I think I'm just living our information, you know. So, I'm, I'm trying to do the things that we would suggest to people to do, you know. So, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm doing anything different to what we would be suggesting people could do or I'm going to should and people should do to, uh, to, to live well, to, you know, to age gracefully. And so, 
you know, years ago, we think about all the things that I was doing, you know, running with you, the wellness couch, uh, wellness guys, hunter not out, forage, speaking, Vita, um, trying to raise a young man. Which we've done a great job. Keep a, wedding, a, a marriage happy. You know, all these sorts of things. I was trying to do all of great that. Great son, great brother, yeah. cousin. Trying to do all of that stuff, um, which didn't really leave me a whole lot of time for me. But not that I need a whole lot of time for me, but uh, I wasn't really, you know, prioritizing my health and well-being. So I was kind of just doing what was possible at the time with the constraints that I had. And that probably meant that I wasn't moving as much. I wasn't taking out – I wasn't doing recreation as well. I – I was eating well, but still on the run. So it was, you know, always under pressure and, and in a stressful environment. So I wasn't really doing it in calmness. Okay. Um, so, so here's the, here's a curly one for you because I'm in, I'm in book mode, as you know. I got up early this morning and, and did some book work. Yeah. Um, see, so can you see that Peter's commenting? And that's, this is where we're seeing Oh, the these are here. the comments. Damo, can you show MP yeah. Yeah. how to read comments? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There I we go. So we got Pete there and then we go. Wilma, Wilma's here with us hey, watching and, uh, over from, you know, in the US. Oh, so that's it. where Wilma is and Pete's here as well. So I love it. There you go. So um, I've been rewriting a section on uh, the story of Rosetto. So Rosetto, for listeners and viewers that haven't heard of Rosetto, really became popular when Malcolm Gladwell wrote his book Outliers. But think of this. In 1900, no one really knew about heart disease. It was a very uncommon cause of death. Mm-hmm. And 50-odd years later, it was the number one cause of death in America. It was, we are going through a pandemic, and this was the <laughs> epidemic of the 20th century, uh, for pandemic in, in quotation marks. Yeah, well but, so the heart disease epidemic was huge. But this little town of Rosetto in Pennsylvania, yeah. population 1,600, had three and a half times less heart disease mm-hmm. than anywhere else uh, in the country. And one of the local doctors tells a researcher, you know, no one in Rosetto uh, is dying of heart attacks and I have no idea why. And they come in and it's like, well, they eat shit. They, they hardly exercise. They're obese. They're, a lot of them have got diabetes. A lot of them have high blood pressure. They've got all the risk factors for heart disease, uh, but they're not dying. Mm-hmm. And they come in and no peptic ulcers. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no peptic ulcers. Um, that was a big thing at one point, wasn't it? Peptic ulcers. Yeah, well, mm. particularly the reason why I say this is because you were talking just earlier about your former life, which had a lot of striving is not the right word, but it was it was like overcommitted and, and, and the pace of it was fast and it was it was almost like peptic ulcer. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> you know, just, like if you want to know how to make go. a peptic ulcer, just do what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, no suicide, no drugs, uh, no alcoholism. Uh, no, no um, depression, anxiety issues, um, just all, a lot of the things that we see in Ikaria, like that type of cleanliness. And, mm-hmm. and what they found was is that these people lived a really um, social, harmonious family, community life. But the other thing which, which I think you raised, which I think is really important for people to recognize, the amount of time that they give to themselves to really do what they love to do mm-hmm. and I cannot emphasize that enough because this morning you said over breakfast you're like hey I spend 20 hours a week playing golf like that's giving to myself and the things that you used to spend that time on forage wellness couch wellness guys sitting on planes sitting on planes yeah yes to an element it feels like you're giving to yourself but not really like now it feels like you really like you said you're applying the information yeah, I really am. But someone 
said to me um, at some point, it's like you're um, listening to your own advice. Yeah. That's what it is. In fact, it might have been me that said that to myself yesterday. <laughs> anyway, this is a bit of our Alzheimer's kicking in. But so I, I, that's right. So I had the conversation with my mum and she said, where are you? And I said, I'm in the car. She goes, are you coming back from golf? And I said, I am. She goes, gee, you live the life. And I said, well, yeah, I kind of do um, because I love my job, love my family, um, lo- love everything I do. I'm enjoying a sport that I love. I eat really well. Live in a great place, you know. Everything's, you know. Know your neighbours. We're in the lift this morning. You're like yeah. morning, Bev. Oh, yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. That's but that's a community that I love, you know. And so, you know, life is is really good. But I've always been about the community. And we spoke about friends of ours who um, perhaps don't focus as much on the community aspect of where it is that they're at. But then you spoke about yesterday. You spoke about um, the three our three places. So house. Um, backyard, the, the backyard, yeah. the space around your house and in your community. Um, and in that order, um, I really have always loved community like you, you know, always worked on community. So to, to have community but also then to find recreation in that time in that community and then also love the house and all that sort of stuff. It just feels like things are coming together. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not – I'm not saying that to have a brag or a humble brag or anything. I'm just saying that, that this is pro- possibly what you're seeing, how my body – is holding up at the moment is because I'm, I'm trying to avoid stress and I'm trying to do things that encourage uh, a, a longevity um, improvement, almost like a biohack. Yes, and this is what this is. This is actually the theme of the conversation this morning. And welcome to Margaret Martin. Who Hello, is Margaret. Live on Facebook. Nice. I love it. Uh, is it? Love Margaret. Applying, I'll see, you, see you today, Mark. Applying the information that we know is is a lot harder mm. uh, than a lot of people give it credit for because mm. it's almost along the lines of, well, you know, if we really, if it was easy, we would have applied a lot of it a long time ago. Yeah. So, a part of me goes, well, is it a phase of life thing where you go, I've had enough of learning but not actually applying, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. again, I was saying that you and I are seven or eight years apart in age and I often look at the phases of life that you're going into going, well, I'm not in that same phase but then I can feel myself going into, you know. Different phases. So, is it a is it that sometimes we're just not ready to apply what we learn, but we store it like we park it, and then we reach a juncture in our life and we're like, ah, that lesson, it's time to apply that lesson right now. Oh, I don't know if it's that process driven. You know, I don't know whether or not it's uh, well, that that orderly, not conscious, not consciously. Yeah, but I think that um, I, I think that. Over time, over time, what ends up happening is that things fall into place. And when you and I go to Greece, we go to Ikaria or, you know, when we eventually get to Sardinia or when we get to Okinawa. 2078, or- I think, when they resume yeah. international travel. I'll be <laughs> 97. Right. <laughs> All right, 2078. I'll be 105. Yeah. <laughs> That'll it. be a longevity experience That'll for the ages. It. Yeah, that would be right. Hopefully yeah. I'm still playing golf then. <laughs> That's um, what you think. I love it. It's like, be- I hope I'm still playing golf. <laughs> That's right. And I hope Jackson's around. And I hope Amber's around. There we go. Um, oh. yep. Sorry, Uncle Rock. I can't talk to you right now. Um, so I, so I, when we when we go there, we think about and we talk about all the things that we can do when we come back to Australia hmm. to help us with longevity. Hmm. And it feels like over time, eventually, you make space for those things over time. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and so suppose <laughs> I see that the memories of those of any experience in life, the space for those things comes up. We go, I'm willing to give it the space. So when you talk about Ikaria, yeah. I remember we'd come back and we'd very easily go back into a fast pace of life. But either it's the more we go there or the older we get, there's elements of life that we actually consciously decide to slow down. Now, yeah. I think you've done, I don't want to say a better job of it. I would just say we're in different phases of life where you're more determined to slow down life. Whereas I feel like my life, again, four young kids, still four young kids. It's just still. a very fast-paced life. Yeah. yeah. So, it's not that the lesson hasn't been learned or not applied, but there are certain phases in life where you get to where you go, I'm going to make this a priority. Like you're not, you're not going to try and be busy every day and fill the space with things just to go the humble brag as you say, I'm so busy. Mm. You're actually like, you know what? I'm really not busy mm. but I've created a life mm. consciously. When someone says, oh, you're living your life, well, I've busted my butt to create this life that isn't busy, that mm. has uh, some different levels of pace and is not always go, go, go. Because mm. we're live. Mm-hmm. I need to get blow my nose. Can you just pat and talk <laughs> for a minute? There's tissues just in that drawer. Yeah, but there, I can't right? mute the mic. So oh, yeah. All right. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can you believe that? Is that hilarious? I'll say hi to Ravi because uh, you said, how do you make it look like you're in the same room? So clever. Ecamm is incredible. The technology these days, Ravs, it's uh, it's next level. Um, I think what Marcus brings up there is a really important point uh, that – you, you you do need to create the time. Um, you need to create the space that enables you to be able to, you know, do those things that, that we've spoken about. So, yes, that means that I had to drop off some business ventures, but I had to work out what it was that was making me feel nourished, mm. you know. So, was it just the Caprese salad <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, is it the practice that are, that is being created at Vita in the community that I love, um, which I think that's got a lot to do mm. with it. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't in, I don't miss certain things, you know. So, like, I love traveling to, you know, to go and see Ravi in Manly and then go and do a presentation for Ravs, um, Power of Food or Crack Your Stress Code or Gut First or whatever it is that I'm doing or we go and do some stuff with um, – with Wardy, you know, raising some money for mental health, your men's mental health, you know, those sorts of things. Like I love doing all that sort of stuff but at the same time, what I'm really enjoying is not having to do that hustle and bustle and the race. And, yes. Um, and that's been a really great thing. And I think it, you know, it sounds strange but I'm almost grateful for the pause that was created in my life as a result of COVID um, that's enabled me to kind of think about what it is that I really want to have in my life as opposed to um, continue to push on through to do all these things because I could and then, you know, bit by bit things would fall off as it didn't work. Now I've been able to say, okay, what do I really want to do and what do I not want to do and then I can just do that. And that is what I would love everyone watching and listening to consider is what – because this is the hard this is the hard decision. Uh, what are you prepared to actually cut the cord on? Like for you cutting the cord on forage – was not an easy decision. No, so And it's a decision that you have to sit with. So, you make big decisions slowly and small decisions quickly. I think the bigger decisions, you have to let it sit. It's a big, it's a breakup. Mm. But the other ones, and also I'm sure you went through similar things with uh, when you left the wellness couch and even just ending the wellness guys. These are all decisions that whenever we have something that's significant and for everyone watching and listening is like, if you're feeling overbaked, if you're feeling overcommitted, if you're feeling like you rush, rush, rush and... You know, a lot of people 
love the pause of COVID, but they've gone back onto the treadmill of life at a faster pace than ever. Yes. And they would, they would say that they don't know how to get off. They needed a pandemic and a lockdown to actually go, well, you, actually, it's illegal to hop on the treadmill, so mm. to speak. Um, but once people can go back on, it's like, well, what have we learned the lesson? Have we given it the time? Well, it's great timing that you would say that because at the same, in, in, like literally within seconds of each other, Julie Hill said, I'm grateful for the COVID pause too, right, which is unreal. And then Ravs has said, do you sometimes feel the urge to do all those things again, Damo? Mm. Um, and I do sometimes feel the urge to do it all again, but then I just kind of think, okay, hang on a second. Um, how, how was I feeling at the time and what was that doing to me and what was that doing for me? Um, and so to balance that up, You've got to work out what made you feel good. So, was it what was it doing to me? Was it tickling me? Was it making me laugh? Was it making <laughs> me feel good? It was that great, or was it caning me? Was it making me feel fatigued? Was I getting agitated? Was I growing a peptic ulcer? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, what was happening there? Um, what was it doing for me? You know, was it um, you know helping me grow? Was it helping me learn? Was it helping me be? be um, you know, more patient? Was it helping me be more kind? Was it helping me be more um, compassionate? All of these sorts of things that I feel like, a, you know, in a sense, yogic in a way of living. It's like, very, it's, it's very Bhagavad Gita of you, but it's good. It? Yeah, but it's good. Which is, a, it's a nice way to be. Yeah. It feels nice in my body uh, to be that way. Was it helping me do that or was it actually, you know, help me do, do the reverse? So I think about that, Ravs, and, um, and I would love to get traveling again to go and do these presentations, but not at the pace that I was doing mm. it. You know, when I reflect on 20, uh, 2019 um, and I did, you know, 40-odd flights, you know, traveling to do presentations around Australia and et cetera, et cetera. And then I looked at 2020 and I did maybe two flights or three mm. flights for the whole of the year and how good I actually feel from not flying mm. is unbelievable. It's fascinating, so, isn't it? Yeah. And- yeah, so I think, Raz, I, think the, yeah. I, I would love to do the talks again. I'm definitely not going to start another muesli company. I can <laughs> tell you that right now. That's de- I have a promise. Um, and, I, you know, I'll probably continue to uh, to do the things that I love, which I'm doing right now. And, you know, 100 Not Out. Is, we'll do is 100 Not Out to 200, 2081. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'll be yeah. 100 and you'll be 107, <laughs> all right? We'll definitely be Not Out. We'll definitely not out. Sorry, Trudy. You can't. Uh, <laughs> Damo's yeah, had to bump a few yeah, calls yeah, you know, during this live. Just because you want to call me doesn't mean I'm going to answer. Sorry about that, TP. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Yep. Um, I wanted to say something before before I got distracted um, by the calls. Pete needed COVID too, see that? Yep, there's a number that. Um, so, so I'm down here in Melbourne for a week. Yes. And uh, with a number of things. And when you were talking about your 40-odd flights, I feel like the new version of living for a number of people would be if you, your 40-odd flights was like you'd, you'd, finish a, you'd finish a shift at Vita, you'd drive to the airport, you'd go and do a talk that night, you'd fly home the next morning yeah. in time for your afternoon shift the next day. Yeah. So that pace is not sustainable. And like you said, we become agitated when we're so, we're so caught by the clock. And one trip kind of, it's like the domino falls over and just everything rolls out of, out of place. Um, I feel like, you know, in this in this week-long trip, there's two days of recording an audio book, there's three days of running an event, and then there's two days of seeing family. In the case of you and speaking, I feel like you would actually just take four or five days off work, go and do four or five talks or 
do it all in one compressed flight type thing. I feel like that'll be a new mode of travel where people might go for longer, get more done in that one time rather than the, rather than the quick up and back. I don't know this, um, but I just wonder if that's where the pace of business, the people that were traveling every week to go to a meeting for you know, one hour or two hours and then coming back again and flying a week later, I wonder if that pace is going to shift. Given I think there'll the- still be there's still some situations for pace. Um, I definitely won't take time off from work to go and do presentations. That definitely won't be the case. Um, and when I say take time off from work, I won't take time off from Vita. So um, you know, Vita for me has become my my number one priority outside of my family, which I think is really important for us to you know kind of just understand. That's um, actually been like so impressive because in the old days when I first met you, mm-hmm. you had a number of associates because you were traveling so much. Yeah. And I remember you saying that it was difficult on you and your practice members because you weren't there yeah. all the time. Yeah. But because you are traveling so much less, yeah. I'm sure you and your practice members are loving the consistency and the rhythm yeah. when there's not lockdowns. <laughs> and all the yeah, yeah, I know. Like yeah. you're there so much more. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And I think there's uh, an in- not necessarily an intention because the intention's always been there, but that present time consciousness, PTC, like just to be there, I think is really, really important. So that won't change. So I won't be taking time off from Vita to go and do presentations. Mm. And I'll still have that urgency of pace, but I won't be doing it week in, week out. Mm. So maybe I'll do six to 10 presentations a year instead of 26 presentations yeah, a year. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Um, and, and I'll be a bit more selective with them. I'll go, you know, this is the, this is the one that I want to do as opposed to, yes, I'll say yes to all of them, you know. That's so, probably the shift, isn't it? It's yeah. quality over quantity. Yeah. And maybe it's the quantity of commitments that we have made in our lives that gets us overwhelmed. Yeah. But if we make just a number of, I think I was saying this to you at breakfast, like I just love that you've got your love for Vita, your love for your family, your love for golf, you know. You've got some really strong pillars mm. you don't have oh and this and this and this and this and this where it feels overcommitted and at times overly stressful yeah that there's wisdom in choosing less and what is it like going deep and narrow rather than shallow and wide yeah um i think that's a more firmly rooted oh mate that's wisdom yes. that's wisdom which i like i like yeah. but that doesn't mean that at some points in my life i weren't I, you know i wasn't trying to do a million things but i've never had four children so i don't know what that feels like Oh, well, we all you have know. there, but we all have different experiences, don't we? Yeah. It's it's the same thing if I think of that, like with bricks and mortar businesses. It's like yeah. I've had it, but it's like I'm so glad I don't have it, but yeah. you have it. Yeah. And the challenges and stresses that come along with that. So, yeah. yeah. We've all got our shifts. This has been quite a profound conversation. So. <laughs> it's amazing, you know, when we're in person, what we can do, what we can talk about. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. And great to see people, so many people watching and joining in on Facebook unannounced. Like normally it's a Wednesday. Hillary's there. How oh, good is that? I know. One of our uh, inaugural Ikaria attendees. Yeah, her and her sons. Unbelievable. So good. What great memories that was. Yeah. Hillary, uh, last night we had a bottle of wine from um, Afiani's winery. Um, Some Focchiano. Had a Focchiano. It was amazing. Anyway, and we, we paid homage to all of the people that um, have come with us to Ikaria. But it was delicious, wasn't it? I'll have to post that video. Amazing. I'll post it yeah. on the 100 on our page. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was so good. So good. <laughs> Vicky got us too, which is great. 
tracked you down live. Happy Thursday. Maybe in the future we'll do the Facebook Lives whenever you feel like it. Yes, yeah, we yes. Probably, that's probably true. Yep, maybe, that's, maybe. <laughs> Although it's probably not too good for making sure that you all get to join us. But uh, maybe that will happen. I don't yep. think so. We'll probably keep on doing it on a Wednesday. It's just that you know things were different this week. Yeah. Well, it's been a joy to be at the Christoph Residence. Been great to have you, Piercy, and to do it in real, in or what is it? The uh, flesh, in the flesh, the flesh. Facebook Live yep. with our beautiful one hundred not out community. Yeah. Uh, to find out more about the great man, go to damonchristoff.com, Myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. We are approaching eight years mm-hmm. of one hundred not out. We will soon be releasing all the information for our Byron Bay longevity experience that is coming up May sixteen to twenty two. It's highly likely you are hearing that for the first time because we just recorded the video for it last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is happening. Uh, all the details will be coming out in the next week or two. Um, thanks again for your company. And until next time, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.